please raise your hand if that happens. I know my voice tends to drop at the end of sentences, so um, then maybe if that happens, you can turn it up a little bit. Okay, thank you. So in this practice, we have been emphasizing in the first few days the landing, the grounding, the getting here, the mindfulness of breathing, which when we give ourselves to it in whatever way we can, sometimes we might sense the whole body breathing, other times it might be another location. But in giving ourselves to this mindfulness of breathing, we support and create a patterning of the chitta, the heart-mind, that as we develop it can be calming, can be suffusive, you know, that quality where we're just suffused, we're just here with a vibrant, um, steady presence. And it is steadying of the mind as well. So we keep that thread over the days as a home base, something we can keep developing, actually. It will be a friend to us when, well, actually always for deepening, for going deeper into the path. And when the waves and the currents of the river that we spoke about the other day, the stream that we're standing in, when they get rougher, developing this mindfulness of breathing is really cultivating a relationship and a friend. We're also learning um, how to handle the phenomena that arise in the stream, in the river, the phenomena that often take us, capture us, and spin us, or we get spun, or we are spun in the mind. Anybody not know what that's like? <laughs> right, where we get spun. And as the instructions develop, we will look deeply into how that happens. How it is that we keep getting spun? What is the process by which we keep being taken for a ride? Right? And today what I want to emphasize is handling those times of being spun a little bit. Okay. So for the basic instruction, yes, stay steady with this calming, suffusive, widening, softening, steadying 
energetic patterning of mindfulness of breathing. It's beautiful and does develop. But what happens in those moments that you're spun? And I'll say a little bit more what I mean by spun. Firstly, I want to get you, give you a little exercise to do. Last night, Greg gave this beautiful metaphor of handling the red hawk, right? Handling it. And I just want you to imagine for a second, there's one right here in front of you and you're asked to handle it. So you get the tangible sense of what it is to handle this magnificent creature that needs an exquisite delicacy because of this uh, sensitivity of it, of its bones, its structure. But it's strong and powerful and needs a firm handling. Right? So taking it from the abstract right into the concrete of, can you sense that if it were here right now? in front of you, asking for handling, needing handling for whatever good reason. You'd be awake, wouldn't you? (laughs) You'd be bright. (laughs) You'd be bright, those wings flapping and, right? But you'd be so attuned. Can you sense that? Something in the the chitta right now, the heart-mind, sensing that kind of work, exquisite, and demanding, actually. This quality of handling this mind, handling this heart-mind, this chitta, this resonant, sensitive, um, powerful phenomena that we are, giving it that kind of safe handling, right? And, And we learn how to do that. That's where we get cultivated. We get brought along the way. We develop and deepen. So there we are, mindful of our breath. There, or here we are. Body is breathing in. Body is breathing out. Certain moments you may notice the contact of a sound, like that one, right? (laughs) right sometimes when there's steadiness calm suffusion it's just hearing it's just hearing it doesn't capture us and we don't leave it's known it passes but we haven't gone anywhere we're still here it's included in that stream this vast river which is the metaphor I'm using for the chitta this morning of the flow of events. Other times, however, a contact arises, a sound, a sight, a taste, a touch, a thought, a feeling. And before we know it, we're in a spin. And it's like the river The mindfulness of breathing is supporting this river to kind of travel in the same direction. But it's like in that moment, we've kind of got caught in one of the eddies at the side. Do you use the same word? Yeah. Right? Something has kind of gotten trapped 
and spinning at the edge of the river all the old leaves and driftwood and froth on the surface and whatever else gets caught. Everything that's around tends to get caught in that little eddy or big eddy. And it spins and we can spin and the more we identify with that, the tighter the spin, the smaller the eddy, and then we start to look at the world and ourself from that place. And it's dukkha. It's tight, it's limited. Even the most glorious self that we're spinning in that little eddy is so boring after a while. Right? So what do we do when we notice this? Because we are something bigger, wider, more noble. This river is, has much more potential. In the moment that you notice your inner spin, this is a good moment. It's not, not wrong that you're in a spin. This is how we can study and learn release, actually. So in the moment that you find your inner spin, know that it has to be acknowledged. Ah, this is the spin. This is what they're talking about. It's this. It has to be acknowledged because that which can acknowledge the spin is not spun. That which hears the cry that sometimes might be in the spin is not the cry, is not defined by the cry. It's not other than the cry, but it's not limited and confined by the particular things that show up in the river. It has to be acknowledged. And acknowledged doesn't mean a big discourse. It means simply standing in the river, that moment you've woken up and you go, oh, that's right, I'm at IMS, I'm not at work fighting my boss right now. Oh, it's like this. This is the spin. We may see in that moment our attachment to the spin. I want to keep spinning, IMS is really dull, right? But if we're interested in liberation, this is where we're handling the hawk. Firmly, really firmly, this is one of the currents that has gotten caught right now. And we want to handle it with firm hands that are exquisitely attuned. This is the spin. And stand right there without feeding the spin, adding more leaves or driftwood into it. Watching if you tend to counter-spin and go, oh, that's bad, I better fight my breath, boof. And we create another little eddy on the river that's called mindfulness of breathing and it's really tight and it's really limited. That's a counter-spin. It can be skillful at times as we're just finding our feet in the river. But you have your feet from time to time. Feel your body, feel your bum on the cushion, your hands in the lap. This is the spin and stand right there and let the breath come to the forefront, breathing in and breathing out. And the spin deconstructs, the eddy drops itself back into the river 
not through pushing against it or pulling it, but through letting the continuity be our attentiveness. Our awareness is what is continuous, that which can see, that which can hear, that which can recognize what is going on. That is here. That's always here. It's just gotten pulled and trapped in that moment and we've become something limited. Acknowledging the spin, breathing in, (coughs) breathing out. So we use the breath. The breath doesn't mean that we're counter-spinning. We come back to the breath. It's skillful. It supports the patterning of coming right back into the river. We may acknowledge that the spin is unpleasant. We may acknowledge that it's tight. The body may have tightened. And we soften and widen. So that's where the hands can soften and widen with the body, breathing out back into the river. And the river may be quite neutral. Sometimes we're drawn to the eddies because they've got a little, little bit more going on, apparently. Right? Coming back to the river that's not doing anything fantastic or terrible. And can we deepen in that which doesn't call so loud as well? So we'll breathe out, we're in the spin, we acknowledge it, we soften, we widen. Breathing out, oh, sit, I'm here at IMS on this cushion. For better and for worse, here I am. Breathing out, following that breath right to its end. The pause at the end of the out-breath. Hear it. Know it. Sense it. That river, that nature of things, this, the nature is breathing us. Can we let it be our teacher? It breathes out, we breathe out, body breathes out, and we're there at the pause at the end. Sneeze happens, right? And maybe we're still right here. It's included, it's heard, and then the new breath comes in. Right? Or sneeze arises, oh God, Right, that's it. Now I'm in an eddy and it... Right? Ah, oh, the spin. I've picked up. The mind has picked up the contact. We didn't see how it happened, but it picked it up. Woof! And there we are, spinning at the edge. Okay, that's how it happens. Breathing out. Deepening into the neutral. Trusting it. Sensing it, knowing it. So let's practice together this morning, not trying to remember all of that. We can really only know it from being in it, immersing ourselves in this heart-mind, doing the skillfulest thing we're able, cultivating it, smoothing it, stroking it, letting the body suffuse bit by bit. Bit by bit, it thaws and melts and becomes available steadying us, calming us, whispering to us of a different way of handling this extraordinary potential of this citta. 
So please take your seat. You don't have to know how you got into the spin or analyze why you got into the spin. That's not the point right now. There's much more freedom and release and joy in seeing the process right in the immediacy. That's what actually delights the heart. (coughs) Okay, finding your seat. And with this out-breath, giving your weight back to the earth, daring to be this simple, just for now. Hands soft, eyes not searching right now. and the jaw relaxed. Not clenching under the armpits, so giving a little room there. Not trying to get cozy. You can't probably get cozy with a red hawk initially. (laughs) Belly soft. Welcome your belly to the seat. And letting this organism of your body breathe. Not demanding it be a better one. It's this one. This unvarnished moment is the place of awakening. Breathing in, brightening the mind, energizing the body and the in-breath. It's quite distinct, isn't it? Sense the in-breath, let it be your teacher. The in-breath is very distinct physically brightens us, it has kind of definition to it. And the out-breath is more calming generally. It's more diffuse. Can you see that? Let it be your teacher. It's less distinct. It takes us into the silence in a very obvious way. Getting curious. Just one breath at a time. And this much is possible.
just this. Don't go looking for eddies. If they're not here, tuning deeper to the calming. The brightening. The soothing. energizing. But if you're sleepy, wake up. More attention to in-breath. Open the eyes, stand up.
Where is your mind now? And if in this moment you're lost or spinning, asking the question, are you willing to begin again in this moment? Just one breath at a time. Just one moment at a time. This much is possible.
May all beings know the firmness of mind. May all beings know the tenderness of mind. May all beings know release. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.